My name is Aubrey Wright, the Metro intern for the Columbus Dispatch. For my final story, I investigated reports of gunfire into homes in Columbus. I had the opportunity to speak with Tracy Wimberly, the mother of a one-year-old victim who survived a gunshot to her leg after it was fired into her home. Wimberly walked me through her experience and what she recalls from the night of the shooting. That night, we had just come from looking at a home in Middletown, Ohio, because we've been trying to relocate and get closer to family. And so it kind of ran a little bit late. We got in at maybe nine and we went straight to bed because we fed everyone in the car. We put her in the bed and she always sleeps in her crib. And I'm like, babe, make sure you put her in her crib tonight. And I would wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, put her in her crib. So this particular night, it was okay. I don't really, I don't kind of push for him to do so. I just wake up because I heard a loud pop and we lay there. When we hear the pop, I say, what's that? And he was like, it sounds like she got hit by a ruler. And I was like, what? That's a strange. She was just whining at this point. Like she heard the pop too. She kind of arched her back and stood up. I began to check the home. He comforted her. Um, I got back in the bed and I was, um, I tried to console her and hold her and I rubbed her left leg. Like I wrapped my arm around her to rub her left leg. And we realized she had been shot. At that point, I was just like, what's this? What's this? I was just freaking out. And he was so scared. And we, we held her up and there was a hole through her diaper. And he began to search the home. He asked me to call 911. That was a blur because I called them and they were screaming at me, asking me what the address was and what happened. I'm like, I don't know. Because we just, it hadn't registered to us that our daughter had gotten shot in the bed between us and it was on you know um so i run down the stairs and i'm praying and he's like babe you can't hold her like that you gotta hold her a certain way and i was just screaming to god and i'm just like no we've been through enough you can't have my baby yeah that was that night the police arrived i was escorted to nationwide they determined that it was lodged in her leg and and they couldn't remove it they don't normally remove it it was like maybe four hours in the ER talks, and we were, it was just done. They sent us home, and we were just home with a baby that had just gotten shot. Um, we reviewed the cameras to see a, a car go by and let off a single shot. We've heard nothing. About a week later, her, the bullet in her leg began to abscess and create a hematoma. So she was admitted then for surgery to have it removed. And that was April the 8th. And we've been recovering since. Okay. So now that we've kind of talked about that night, I want to talk a little bit about the the follow-up and uh, the response from the police. So that night, did they ever find the bullet or collect any other evidence? A 9mm slug shell casing was collected from the scene. And I'm also interested in maybe your opinion about the police's response did they were they helpful did they meet your expectations anything like that well you can quote this verbatim because i want it to be known that the expectation here is for the police to solve a crime right and in order for them to do that there are bits and pieces to the puzzle that they have to put together and the columbus police department has I guess, made all efforts that they can that are available to them to solve this crime. Like our video has been sent to the state, but there's a high turnaround time. 
I sent the video to Photoshop editors, hoping that they can lighten that video and we can get a make and model. I mean, it even looks like there's a tag on the front of the vehicle. But unfortunately, my camera's not close enough. So they had one of the headlights out. I don't know if that was intentional, and no other camera got anything worthwhile. So I believe that they are doing what they can with what they have. If they had more, they would probably be able to do more. I know that when I spoke to Detective Robert Rett, he told us that he, and that was as of us returning from spring break, he didn't know that the bullet was removed on April the 9th, that he'd requested it, but no one had told him about it. And it could just be sitting in evidence and he was going to do whatever it took to get it because he, he's been requesting it. So I couldn't ask for more. I think now the ball is in the people's court. Like we have, if you see something, say something. If you know something, say something. I was just riding down the street yesterday and bullets flew out around my car at a, a teenage boy. It's getting out of hand. And I don't know if CPD is even to be at fault here, you know, for what they can't do. I feel like there's a lot more negligence in the street than in the police department. But I will not say that they are doing all they can do because they better find the bullet. They don't know what's happened to it right now. It's in police custody somewhere. You guys have a a GoFundMe, correct, for your daughter's surgery and all that? What has the community response been like? Have you received a lot of support? Um, yes. Yeah. So far, my family, Aaron's family, even strangers have been extremely helpful and supportive during this time. We're not where we want to be because the goal for me was to buy this home, right? Um, I had taken all the classes with Homeport, um, with Franklin County, for the down payment assistance to purchase a home. We no longer want to purchase a home in an area that, like such. And we can't even begin to think about purchasing a home with the amount of medical bills and our insurance denying the surgery and me being out of work to attend the surgery. So we appreciate all the help that we are getting. And from the bottom of my heart, I'm so thankful for the outpouring of love we've received. If another inch, she would have died. Or if she not have been there... We kind of sleep with our heads in that spot. You know, it, it could have been so much worse, but all it did was, it did, you know, she was shot. It grazed, it went through, but it hit the fatty tissue of all of, of her body. And she's back at daycare rocking and rolling. That's so great to hear. I was wondering, is there anything that you would like to add that we haven't talked about yet? We as a community have to come together as a whole to prevent this from happening. I'm so thankful for spot shotters because, I mean, when you're sleeping, you don't know, you know, you don't know that it was a bullet. It took us so long for it to, we knew it was loud that it woke us up, but because we were asleep, our brains did not register that that's what it was. So anywhere at any time, it could happen to anyone. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Okay. We couldn't protect your baby. The one time we thought we had that's why babies are supposed to feel most safe in the bed with their parents. Okay. It's been so good talking to you. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Thanks so much. Okay, thank Bye. you. Bye. 
If you enjoyed listening to this audio and reading my story, please consider subscribing to the Columbus Dispatch at dispatch.com slash subscribe now. Thank you.